Hi, everyone. Welcome to Refine and Grow with Justin and Lindsay. My name is Lindsay Allen. And my name is Justin Euler, and this is your podcast for proven strategies on navigating and managing work life. So welcome back, folks. We are actually in our 12th and final episode of the season with a little bit of a retrospective as well as a look forward into season two. Over this past season, we've talked over a number of different topics, everything from optimizing your calendar to effective time management, uh, highly related topics. Uh, we've talked a lot about communication, particularly dealing with conflict, building really good relationships, agreeing to disagree, and managing up, all of which have really meaty communication components to them. And then we've We've talked a lot about how to manage through difficult situations like managing ambiguity or managing low performers. And we've had some positive conversations around a successful onboarding onto a client, onto the job, onto the workplace. So really a wide range of conversations this season that we hope have been really helpful for you, things that you can take away and really lead to your own personal and professional growth. Throughout all those, I can't help but think of a few themes that have really landed time and time again, a few themes and a few concepts. So from a thematic perspective, some of the things that I I continue to think about are, I guess, less themes and more attributes, and that's humility, being willing to not be the smartest guy in the room or to at least stop thinking that you're the smartest guy in the room, being willing to learn from others and glean the knowledge and experience of others. Secondarily, curiosity. Do you care to learn? Do you care to know about people and to know about different topics and different areas of the business? Are are you an inherently curious person who asks questions or do you come to the table with a lot more answers and things to say rather than things to learn? Thirdly, empathy. Do you care about people? Do you want to understand how they feel and what they care about? And lastly, I would say courage. The courage to step into challenging situations, whether it's a new work environment in onboarding or whether it's managing low-performing employee and having that difficult conversation or dealing with conflict. Are you stepping in with courage? Remember, courage is not the absence of fear. It's acting in the face of fear and doing what you know to be right. So those are some of the key thematic attributes I've seen us discuss and kind of summarize throughout this season. There have also been, I think, a a couple of key concepts. We've talked about wait, why am I talking? Or said more directly, never miss an opportunity to shut up. There's one, two, three, right? What's, What's the business problem? What's the desired outcome? And therefore, then what is the happy path to bridge the gap between those two? We've talked about what do you want people to know, do, or say when you communicate with them? So just a few of the concepts that we've thrown out there, there are several more. But we hope that both these attributes and uh, some of these concepts or frameworks will be simple and readily uh, usable. Lindsay, when you think about this past season, what are, what are some of the key themes that stand out for you? Definitely communication was a key aspect. I feel that every tip we covered, there was an element of the people aspect and how you approach and communicate with them. I think if I had to say with soft skills, with the all up methodology, because there are so many soft skills, we had 10 subjects that we covered, each had maybe four or five tips that was 
a soft skill. So that's 40 or 50. I still feel like there's hundreds left. But with each, it's about first understanding what should my mindset be in approaching this problem. And I adopt the type of mindset of I view the experiences that I have at work as opportunities to learn. And I come from the belief system that if I don't learn my lesson the first time, it will continue to be presented in my path just in a new or different way until you really get that lesson down. You'll continue to struggle with that issue. It will pop up in one way or another until you can really learn. So if you don't take steps to learn how to deal with conflict in the workplace, you'll continually find yourself in situations with different types of conflicts, feeling the same frustration and overwhelmed and less motivated to get up and go to work. And so you have to really go, whatever's thrown my way, I'm going to learn and grow through it, regardless of how painful it is. It's adopting that mindset and then it's acting. It's showing the behaviors. And that's where I feel like the having courage comes in and having compassion and empathy for people. It's then you do, you actually have to be willing to try these strategies. And I, I think about our listeners and I think we don't have to worry about convincing them to believe that there are opportunities to learn and, and grow your skill sets because they wouldn't be tuning in to a podcast that coaches them on soft skill strategies unless they believed that that is an important aspect of your job. And so I think it's just making sure, you know, listen back to an episode if you felt like it didn't quite land correctly and understand first, what okay, what is the sort of perspective I need to adopt? What is the mindset I need to adopt? Then act and try them out and try out one at a time. And once you've, once you feel like, okay, I now understand how to effectively communicate. Now I'm going to work on managing up, right? Or maybe you're starting a new role or job. Okay. I'm going to work on successfully onboarding first, and then I'm going to listen into that navigating ambiguity. And you learn how to do each of these. And then pretty soon you look up and you've got 50 tools just from all of the learnings that you've taken. I was wondering, Justin, when we look back at the tips and tricks we covered and and the 10 subjects, what hits home for you most and why? Well, I think in part it is the, it's less the topic itself and it's more the underlying framework or even attribute or behavior that's required. Too often we, we focus on the hard components of business and we forget about the soft components. You can learn the hard components. You can learn about finance and accounting. You can learn order to cash. You can, you can learn kind of the hard bits of business, but the really, I think what makes the difference between an effective employee and really an effective leader are those key, key attributes and kind of key frameworks that we've talked so much about. Emotional intelligence has talked a lot about the last several years as being a really key component to being an effective leader. I actually had an individual tell me this, and I don't know if it's verified, so I'm just throwing it out there. It's debatable, I guess you could say. CEOs that were technically proficient, either in their industry or financially, right, or even market-wise, like former CFOs that became CEOs, did not last as long in their positions as those who had high emotional intelligence. So 
they may have still been proficient in their particular industry or segment, but they had high emotional intelligence. And I, I just think that's the game changer. I think when we look back on the people that have most influenced you, the leaders you respect, the folks that have left an imprint, I'm willing to bet it's because they personified some of the attributes that we've talked about. Yeah, I agree. Emotional intelligence is something that's been a theme through all 10 of these episodes, but really it depends on the individual what kind of speaks most to you. And for me, I know something that's difficult for me to handle is not being able to plan ahead. I really enjoy planning ahead. So I think the topic that we did early on in the season, navigating ambiguity, is one of the best lessons that I got out of all of these themes, these categorizations of soft skills. Navigating ambiguity is a really tough one for me. And so it's like when you go back and listen to episodes, figure out what is most difficult for you. What are are your real pain points at work? And try and pick the episode that will speak to that. I want to turn to sneak peek of, of what's to come. Justin and I are really excited. We're working on some different trainings. As we've said throughout the season, you can go out to the Refine and Grow website, refineandgrow.com, and download tips and tricks. You can download case studies, and we're putting together trainings that you'll be able to download. And those will be ready by the time we launch season two, and we'll use season two to highlight, and we'll get a little bit more, I would say, focus on the industries and roles that you might play and go into some more, just a little bit more granular information uh, that helps explain how you approach something and build your templates and tools based on the type of industry you're in and the type of role that you're playing. So Example number one, Management Consulting 101, Justin and I have talked several times about how we have a couple, two, three decades worth of combined experience within management consulting. And if we break that down, some of the things we'll talk about is how are management consulting firms structured? What's the process for staffing someone? What's the terminology used? And and what are some of the tips for being a successful consultant. So we'll talk about that for a couple of episodes. And anybody who is getting ready to graduate school and trying to decide what they want to do with their career and management consulting is a consideration, it would be great for you to check out and tune in to next season. Anybody who works in with these Fortune 500 companies that often contract management consultants Very helpful for you to understand their perspective and their side of the agreement and the interaction that you have with them. And then, of course, anybody who is a management consulting, people who work for mid-sized firms or smaller firms or maybe in an industry like healthcare, the role of a consultant is pretty common regardless of the industry. And understanding how consultants think and approach things is helpful. Is It's always helpful for you to have more knowledge about that. So I think primary target management consultants are folks who are thinking about it, but really there's a much broader audience here who can learn and benefit from that. And so that's why that's one of the first trainings we picked. We'll also be talking about project and change management. That'll be another training. Each of these trainings will be blocks of trainings where they're in 30-minute increments, anywhere from six to 10 blocks of training. And each will highlight a different 
aspect of the subject matter at hand. And when we go into season two, we'll highlight best of everything for you. So project and change management, we'll talk more about toolkits and templates. That's really when you get into understanding preferences of stakeholders and and how they think and work and how you get their buy-in and how you push yourself and others along the change curve. And then finally, we'll have a couple different versions of an org design and operational effectiveness class, an introduction and an advanced version. But that's where we'll talk about if I break up an organization into what are the different dimensions or key components and have this take on this mindset of, I call it systems thinking, where you see the organization as a bunch of pieces of a puzzle that impact one another and fit one another. And there are dependencies, there are risks and impacts when you move those puzzle pieces and thinking through how do they all interrelate and how do you best set up that puzzle to work at its optimal efficiency and effectiveness rate. I'm excited, quite honestly, about uh, stepping into the future. I think the conversations we've had have been really foundational this season. But having said that, I think next season, we really start to get into some interesting deep dives on some particular topics that we're really passionate about. And can I just say, it feels really funny to say that we have decades of experience in management. I know, right? Yeah. Amazing. yeah. <laughs> I remember interviewing for my for, for, for our my first consulting job and they were like, well, why do you want to work here? And what do you think consultants do? And I'm like, I think they solve problems. And I don't know if I want to work here or not. <laughs> Tell me why I want to work here. And I, I wasn't being cheeky. Yeah, I didn't know what I didn't know. It's hard to it's hard to look back now and say, well, like, here, let us teach you some things. But we've, we've got a lot to pass on. So I'm excited for, for what's coming, for sure. Yep. yep. Yeah, we look forward to connecting with everybody. And we'll be back with season two of Refine and Grow with Justin and Lindsay. 